Blog Talk Radio. With God's name, the merciful benefactor, the merciful redeemer, peace be upon you all. We welcome you this afternoon to our Blog Talk Radio program. We're broadcasting from New Rochelle, New York, every Thursday at 4 p.m. This is your host, John Nasheed. Uh, we come on, as I mentioned, we come on every Thursday at 4 from 4 to 4.30, one half hour. And uh, we try to bring a subject that would uh, enlighten us. This is a New Mind Development Project, uh, newminddevelopment.com. It's my website. Uh, you can check us out there, New Mind Development uh, Project, to uh, give programs to uh, make an attempt to enhance you know, our thinking, not thinking in the thinking of the old world, but projecting our mind into the new world, and uh, God knows best. So a lot of concepts and ideas that's right in the order or the natural order of God's creation, and those are the things that, you know, we want to discover as a result of reading our Holy Quran. And uh, I'm a student of Imam Warji Muhammad, who has brought to us a language that opens up a clearer understanding of Quran and also traditions of Prophet Muhammad, and also in nature. And uh, quite nasty, quite nasty. God's the best knower. Uh, also, I have a program on WVOX.com for those of you online, and that's a worldwide broadcast and. Locally, it's WVOX 1460 AM radio. You can tune in there, and our call-in number for that program is a talk show, open talk show. It's 914-AREA-636-0110. You can call and be with us there. Uh, and that's the John Ishii program, a New Mind Development Project, a focus on issues of concern. <clears throat> Uh, today, uh, time runs by so fast, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Father Abraham, Prophet Abraham, our first father. Uh, as an individual, Prophet uh, uh, Adam, as our first, I hope I said Adam in the first place, but Adam, Father Abraham, Father Adam, uh, Prophet Adam, uh, the first as an individual and also as the human family and the development of the intellect, the intelligence, the reasoning faculty that we have now as human beings. Adam developed and evolved over a period of time to where we are now and where we are going. Uh, you know, the human being is in development. He starts out in darkness and he comes into consciousness and gradually he evolves into that total light that God desired for us in the first place. And we know the story of Satan bringing us back to, you know, the lower self. And God, out of his mercy, sent us the prophet and prophet in a line of prophets all the way from Adam to Prophet Muhammad to bring us back to our origin. And we thank God for that. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to God. Uh, different scientific names describing man's development over time. 
and uh, I don't recall them all, all but the different developments of man and some some forms he was more animal than 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 identified as the man that we see today, hairy body uh, bent over you know we had one that we're familiar with is we call him the cave man, but Neanderthal man uh, bent over uh, walking with the aid aid of his hands bent bent over, and we know discover in our science classes and history classes that the homo erectus, homo, the man that stood erect, upright man, uh, as identified as being a human being. And when man came from on his own four on fours and he came up to the upright where his head or the leadership of himself was over his body, then you could identify that human being as a homo erectus, meaning the upright man. Actually, his leadership, his head, is on top of his body. And also the homo sapien, or the thinking thinking man, you know, the intellect started to come into that man. And this is a blessing, this is a gift from God Most High to evolve man gradually over a period of time and to what he desired for that human being to be that intellect, to be the ruler in the earth. Praise be to God. When man became upright in posture, he became the rational thinker. You know, he began to reason and think things out and very in a very intelligent way. Just as we see today, we live in very beautiful houses, we drive cars, and all of these things came as a result or benefit of thinking, uh, analyzing and bringing things into existence as a result of the mind. And you see that the mind is a terrible thing to waste. You know, Imam Warthi Muhammad taught us that man means mind. So when we read man in scripture, don't look at the physical flesh and blood man or woman. It's also for women too. Don't look at the physical part, but look at the ability to think, to reason, to rationalize, to bring your life into existence. And when we see these developments taking place of man from the beginning of time where Adam was created by God as an individual, then we see Adam spreading out in the world as a human family. It It all started in in Africa, the DNA, and it spread all over the world, um, captivating the whole human family. And just imagine that, in Africa, black Africa, where African people live, black African people live. Now the scientists today, they're even conferring that man came out of Africa, intelligent man came out of Africa. Now, not that there wasn't uh, individuals in Asia and Europe and other parts of the world, but the the thinking man, <clears throat> that DNA that came out of the woman, a woman in Africa. So all human beings are connected to one, are connected to one human family from Africa. You know, there was a film out, and it was. I believe it was on television also, one of the 13 channels or something like that. But it was called The Real Eve. And if 
you ever get a chance to get your hands on that, you see exactly what we're talking about. And the sauce was the mitochondrial DNA from a black African woman. And from that one African, black African woman, that DNA was spread all the way around the world. And I recall a, an example there where they were talking about to an Indian in America, a Native American, in these modern times that we're living in right now. And they were explaining to him that he had the same identical DNA as an Irish girl in Ireland. So it's amazing. So this is God's work. And quite nicely, God is the best knower. So this is the creation of the intellect. And uh, when God in the Holy Quran in chapter 2 and verse 30, that's called Al-Baqarah, and some refer to it in English as the cow. And uh, God mentions God's name, a merciful benefactor, merciful redeemer. He says, Behold, thy Lord said to the angel, I will create a vicegerent on earth. And God is speaking to the angels. And we don't want to be spooky and put our head up in the clouds. You know, we want to be very rational. And God said, Behold, thy Lord said to the angel, and when we say Lord, we're talking about the creator or God, the creator of all things created, natural. I will create a vice germ on earth. Normally, or sometimes when we read the Quran, we see where God says, and we will, and we created this, and we created that, or we did this, or we did that. But here he mentions that I will create. When God mentions we, he's giving credit to the creation that already exists, that that creation is going to be created out of the earth or out of the water or something to do with the sky or the rock or whatever, whatever it is, or something to deal with his attributes. But when he said, I will create a vice churn on earth, he's talking about a completely new creation. God is, is willing a creation into uh, existence, a vice -gerent. I will, I will create a ruler in the earth, a thinker. So this is a new creation. And the angels uh, being creations of God who don't have a rational mind, uh, they don't have free will, they do what God says. But we notice there's a question here. And the question that the angels ask God is will they make mischief and shed blood? And God referred to them and says, I know what you know not. Uh, he says, the angels are saying, well, we celebrate your praise, but there's a creation appearing to them that's going to create mischief and shed blood because they were looking at the physical form of the man, but they didn't see what God was creating into that form. And over a period of time, that form was evolving because of the will of God to be the vice gerent or ruler over everything on this earth. See, because this kind of creation will eventually be able to read into the nature of all things that God created. Nothing else would be able to do that but the man that God was creating. So man 
evolving to excellence, to uprightness. You know, the angel, we can see the angel's question because man that we see now who really has the potential to be a vice journal, ruler, or thinker on this earth and straighten out the matter, we see that man is creating mischief and bloodshed. But we see others on this earth who have evolved, evolved above uh, mischief and bloodshed on this earth. But the whole creation of human life is on the path of evolution towards uh, what God desired, that most excellent, the most excellent upright man that God desires to deliver his message to mankind. And not only deliver his message to mankind, but also straighten out the matter. A lot of problems that exist on earth right now that has to be dealt with. Not only is he dealing with the problems of man, but straightening out the problems of water on the earth, the air, the poison air, poison uh, water on this earth. All of these different problems that mankind has all over the earth, how are these problems going to be solved? By having knowledge, by being able to think, by being able to bring God's creation back to what God originally created. We know Satan stepped into the picture with his greed, with his greed, and he raped and he robbed the earth and he caused the earth to become poison and uh, has an effect on the health, the mental and spiritual and physical health of mankind all over the world. So this is the situation that God created us and created prophets to bring us back to this, to put God's earth back into order. Doesn't have anything to do with race, doesn't have anything to do with religions or whatever the case might be, whatever you feel your religion is, it has something to do with belief in God and understanding what our purpose is, our God given purpose on earth. He says, and he taught Adam the names of all things. Then he placed them before the angels and said, Tell me the names of these if you are right. He taught Adam the nature of all things. And uh, to see a tree, but if you don't understand the nature of the tree, then in reality you don't see the tree. Because a squirrel can look at a tree and he can run up the tree and make his home, but he don't see the full potential of the tree. I mean, do we know the nature of human beings? Do we know the the nature of this of the uh, cloud. Uh, do we know the nature of an ant? This is what God was teaching mankind, and this is what God was saying to the angel. He says, "I know what you do not know. Give it time. Don't rush it, See, because eventually God is going to bring this creation to have the knowledge of all things." So that's a very heavy, heavy position that human beings have on this planet Earth, especially when you take into consideration that look like we're trying to kill each other off on Earth. But eventually God teaches us that we will come into that position, uh, evolve into that position of having the knowledge of all things on this Earth, the nature of all things. In the Quran and Surah of verse 96, it says that God says the first thing that he revealed 
the Prophet Muhammad was, read, read in the name of your Lord, Creator, who creates, or created, excuse me, created nature. So he wants mankind to read nature in the good way. I mean, there's men reading nature now, but look at the state of the world. The air is poisoned, the water is poisoned, the human body is poisoned. And if it wasn't for poison medication just to sustain our life, it's not healing the life, but just sustaining our life, all of us would be dead. And quite nicely, God knows better. He says, they said, glory to thee. Of knowledge we have none save what thou hast taught us in truth. It is thou who art perfect in knowledge and wisdom. And this is a show also of humility. He says, God is God is the teacher. God is the one of knowledge. God is the one of knowledge. He says, Glory to thee of knowledge I have none except what thou hast taught us. So God is teaching us. Nobody takes responsibility for God's uh, creation. If God blesses us with knowledge, then quite nicely we give the credit, we give the praise to God. We say, Alhamdulillah, praise be to God. People praise us because they, they thank us for the good work that we're doing, but the individual of knowledge, he would say, Alhamdulillah, praise be to God. Don't say it to me. Don't take it. Don't take that kind of weight because obviously it don't belong to us. They were able to tell the angels their nature. And the nature of the angel is light, pure light. They understood that. How many people understand that? They understood the nature of angels. They also understood the nature of Satan, which is smokeless fire. And they also understood the nature of their own selves who were created from dust and evolved over a period of time and then coming into consciousness and then coming into eventually the light, enlightenment, and God knows best. He said, Oh, Adam, tell them their names. When he had told them their names, God said, Did I not tell you that I know the secrets of the heavens? And, the earth, and earth, and I know what you reveal and what you conceal. God said, I know the secrets of the heavens and the earth. Heaven and earth. Uh, Ali Mamwati Muhammad, and I have heard some Christians also, Christian leaders, big Christian leaders, also confer that heaven and hell is not a place but heaven and hell are conditions, state of mind. You know, you're in a heavenly state of mind. Uh, and, you know, the world gives us a picture that we're up in the clouds. And sometimes I heard, I heard people mention, oh, you, you look like you're up in the clouds. Right? But up in the clouds, up in the heavens means that you are in the condition or state of mind that God desires for each and every one of us. And the state of hell is not under the ground in a fire. But the state of hell, the condition of hell is right here on this earth in a tormented mind. When a person just can't seem to get his life together and he's constantly going through difficulties over and over and over, then that is a state or condition of hell, a hellish 
said, I know the secrets of the heaven and the earth. And uh, quite nicely, God knows best. See, we have made the earth. Not that the earth is hell. The hell, earth is a beautiful place. God is is not uh, in disagreement with the earth. He created it. But man, when he came upon the earth, he made hell. Uh, excuse me. He made the earth a a a, a, a hell. It's a, it's, it's a hell. I mean, you just living in a hellish condition on this earth, and quite nothing God is bringing us back. And behold, we said to the angels, bow down to Adam, and they bowed down. Not so Iblis. He, were, he refused and was haughty. He was of those who reject faith. Now God is telling the angel that I am creating something that will surpass you. Right now, see, the angels is in a very high position. But he's telling this creation that I created from the dust will evolve to that light, become enlightened. And he's telling the angel to bow to this creation. Now, you really have to be very humble, or you really have to be uh, created by God to be submissive and hold that form for you to bow down to dust. And what did the angel do? He bowed down. He bowed. What else was he going to do? He, 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 had, he didn't have a, a will to go against God, so he bowed before God's creation, Adam, the Khalifa. And he bowed, but not so Iblis. <clears throat> Some people think that Iblis is, is an angel also, but Iblis is not an angel. Iblis was in the company of the angels. Actually, he made himself appear as an angel because he was doing all the right things. But really, he was a jinn, and uh, a jinn having free will, just like man. So he was also able to be a deceiver. But while before mankind came on the scene, before God created man or a vice journal, that thinker, then he was in charge. He was controlling the lower heavens, not the upper heavens, not the spiritual world, but the lower heavens. And he rejected mankind. He said he refused and was haughty. He was of those who reject faith. Now, in that word in Arabic, it means the word is a kafir. A kafir is a rejecter of faith. And rejecter of faith is the shaitan. See, Iblis is a name that was only given, was given to him only up until the point where this a part of history took place, or this example that I'm giving you here. But once he rejected or failed to bow to Adam, then he became Satan. Prior to that, he was called uh, Iblis. He was a jinn. And the nature of the jinn, as I mentioned earlier, Iblis is fire, that fiery kind of spirit to consume something in not only does he just, he just consumes it totally, breaks down every component of that creation. And we see, we're not talking about physical, we see how a person who gives himself to that kind of mentality, that shaitan mentality, the whole nature of that human being begins to break down. And this is why uh, Satan has played such a very powerful 
role either in destroying us or making us what God wants us to be because it's a force of of rejection working or against the force of the will of man trying to destroy it. And if man is successful and defeats Satan in his own self, because never will you find a Satan other than in your own self, unless it's in somebody else's self. So Satan is not running around out in the, in the, the world or flying through like some invisible kind of bird or something like that. Don't get spooked up. Satan that you're going to experience is the voice that's speaking from within you. And the same thing with the angel is that angelic voice speaking from your soul, giving you the guidance, and Satan stepping into the picture to cut it off. You know, the wise men of this world, uh, the people of knowledge that don't work for God, they work for their own self-interest, they show us cartoons and pictures of the angel popping up on the right shoulder and giving us good advice, and then we see a devil normally with uh, horns and red skin with a black cape or something to that effect. He pops up and says something contrary to what the angel says. These are the forces that's working within ourselves. Every one of us have this in our own self. So as Prophet Muhammad over, over 1,435 years ago, do you have this Jin, or do you have this Iblis in you? And he said, yes, I have him, but I have him under my control. In other words, he was telling us that his Satan, or the Satan that he had in him, was serving his interests. Because God didn't create a devil. He created the Jin, and the devil created its own self. Uh, what are you saying? What are you, what are you saying here? I'm saying the same thing like human beings, that Iblis or the jinn has free will. And if you go contrary to what God wants for you out of your own free will, then you're making your own self. Give you the freedom to will to accept good or accept bad. And then mankind on earth right now who is creating mischief and shedding blood, they have a choice. They have a will. If they desire to do good, then God will bless them. If they desire to do wrong, then they will turn into a shaitan. And there are many of us walking right around in the midst of the human being or the human family. But the intention is not human family. The intention is to serve the interests of their devil. And God knows best. So we thank you. We're going to have to close off here. We want to, don't want to wait to the last minute, but we thank you for being with us and you know, we just want to keep in mind that the wisdom of Imam Warthi Muhammad making our holy Quran and uh, example of Prophet Muhammad, his tradition, making it very clear to us. You know, man means mind. He, he teaches us. Uh, he gives us very helpful insights. And just keep in mind that man evolves over a period of time from the darkness and that state of sin prone to sin, as a matter of fact, man being prone to sin. And never think that we were created in sin. God didn't create us as sinners. He said he created us in the best mold. And then Satan confused us and took us out of that and introduced us to sin. So we were created.
into sin. We weren't born in our nature to be sinners. We were born into a sinful environment. And if we give ourselves to that, then quite naturally that's where we're going to be. And then we come into a state of consciousness over time where we start questioning things. And questioning is healthy. I mean, we ask some questions sometimes, but we ask these questions for answers, for understanding. And sometimes it be negative and sometimes it's positive. But nonetheless, this is that rational mind questioning. And then over a period of time, if we purify what is in our soul, if we keep our heart right, then God will bring us to the light. He will give us the enlightenment. And the enlightenment is knowledge. And God knows best. So we thank you very much, and may God bless you and your family. Peace.